0: Joy Waters, and I'm filling in today while Pastor Jim is enjoying some well-deserved time off. There are lots of announcements, so bear with me. First, everybody should have gotten invitations when they got their bulletin this morning. These are to pass out, to invite others to join us here for worship on Easter morning. Wouldn't it be great to have this place packed on Easter Sunday? That would be fantastic. Um... The next Friday dance is gonna be on April 21st at 5 p.m. with music beginning at 6 p.m. There will be no dance on the 7th as that is also Good Friday. Easter lily forms are now in the bulletins and the deadline for turning them in is March 28th which is a Tuesday. Online giving is available through the QR code which is now on the insert in your bulletin to use with your smartphone. Today is also our noisy can offering day and the money from this will go for bus passes to help buy single day bus passes for people. Music jams continue every Saturday at 1 p.m. The 2023 sign-up books for readers and ushers are available in the back of the sanctuary. The next mobile pantry is going to be on April 13th at 3 p.m. The second Friday of the month is country music, dinner, dance, food at 5 p.m., dance at 6 p.m. On the third Sunday of the month, there'll be a covered dish supper followed in In the fellowship hall after service there is karaoke on the fourth sunday of the month at 6 pm the yard sale that was scheduled for yesterday was rescheduled for april 15th due to the fact that they had predicted rain and wind for yesterday you may have noticed some caution tape kind of like right outside those two doors that is a baby turtle nest The baby turtle nest was built on February 26th, so please be cautious and do not disturb the baby turtles. Are there any other announcements today? There's a correction. Back here. Oh. (laughs) I just wanted to say that karaoke has been renewed for this coming Friday. We have discontinued it and now it is starting again. Oh, okay. So there's karaoke this coming Friday. <laughs> at what time? I'm sorry, also, we have the Mary Widow's dance dinner this Monday, if anyone here to join us. It's the, the hacienda this week at 12.30. There is the Mary Widow's luncheon at the hacienda. 12.30. 12.30 on Monday. Mm-hmm. Anybody is welcome to join them any other announcements or corrections (laughs) please stand as you are able and join in the confession and forgiveness blessed be the holy trinity one god who journeys with us these 40 days and sustains us with the gifts of grace Amen. let us acknowledge before god and one another our need for repentance and God's mercy. Holy God, we confess to you our faults and failings. Too often we neglect or do not trust your holy word. We take for ourselves instead of giving to others. We spoil rather than steward your creation. We cause hurt through you call us to heal. We choose fear over compassion. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us as we seek to follow in your way of life. Amen. Hear the good news. God so loved the world that God gave the only Son so that all may receive life this promise is for you god embraces you with divine mercy forgives you in the name of christ and revives you with the spirit of power
1: Amen. Amen.
2: Good morning. morning. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Please join me in praying the prayer of the day. Bend your ear to our prayers, Lord Christ, and come among us. By your gracious life and death for us, bring light into the darkness of our hearts and anoint us with your spirit, for you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Samuel. Please be seated. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul? I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a hypher with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. And you shall anoint for me the one whom I name to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him, trembling, and said, Do you come peaceably? He said, Peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice and he sanctified Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look upon his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. He said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by, and he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. He sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. Samuel then set out and went to Ramah, the Word of the Lord. Let us read responsibly Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. You restore my soul, O Lord and guide me along right pathways for your name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup is running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. A reading from Ephesians. Once you were darkness, but now in the Lord you are light. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. Try to find out what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what such people do secretly. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for everything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Sleep or awake, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. The word of the Lord.
0: Gospel according to St. John, the ninth chapter. Today's gospel is very long, so I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he said this, he spat on the ground. And made mud with the salaba and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, "Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent." Then he went and washed and came back able to see the neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, "Is this not the man who used to sit and beg Some were saying it is he others were saying no but it is someone like him he kept saying I am the man but they kept asking him then how were your eyes open he answered the man called Jesus made mud spread it on my eyes and said to me go to Salome and wash then I went and washed and received my sight they said to him where is he he said I do not know they brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he received his sight he said to them he put mud on my eyes then I washed and now I see some of the Pharisees said This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them is this your son who you say was born blind how then does he now see his parents answered we know that this is our son and that he was born blind but we do not know how it is that now he sees nor do we know who opened his eyes ask him he is of age he will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind and they said to him, give glory to God We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to the one who worships him and obeys his will never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind if this man were not from god he could do nothing they answered him you were born entirely in sins and are you trying to teach us and they drove him out jesus heard that they had driven him out and when he found him he said do you believe in the son of man He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say we see, your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. If any of you have lived in Florida for any length of time, you have probably experienced at some time a tropical storm or a hurricane. And I don't know why it is, but it seems like in this part of Florida, the storms always seem to hit in the middle of the night. Have you ever noticed that? They don't come during the daytime, but they come in the middle of the night. So you're in your house that's boarded up, so there's no light from the outside able to get in. And you hear the wind and you hear the rain and you don't really know what's going on. And then suddenly, without warning, those few lights that you had illumining your house, they go out because the power is out. And you're left in complete darkness. Darkness. And no matter how carefully I scatter flashlights throughout the house, it never seems like I'm near one of them when the power actually does go out. And so I stumble around in the darkness looking for that flashlight. And it's amazing how that small glow of light seems to illuminate the whole house in the midst of that darkness. In today's Gospel, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. This is a theme that permeates throughout the Gospel of John from the very beginning. Anybody remember the very beginning of John? We hear it often at Christmas time. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And God came into the world so that God would be revealed, and He would be the light to the world and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it Jesus is that light that's like that flashlight in that hurricane that permeates all the darkness in our lives and in the world and this theme of light and darkness not only goes back to the beginning of John but it goes back to the beginning of the Bible in the beginning God created heaven and earth and God said let there be light and there was light and God saw that the light was good we are people who need light in our lives has anybody ever been on a cave tour and you have that moment some point in the cave tour where they turn off all the lights and you're in complete darkness, total darkness, only place on earth where you can be, where there's absolutely no light permeating. And you put your hand in front of your face and you can't see your hand. I always used to think that when I was little that, well if you stayed in that dark cave long enough your eyes would adapt and you'd be able to see in the dark. Because you know how like you're in a dark room and after a little while your eyes kind of adjust and you can see a little bit better even in the darkness? But what actually happens in that cave is if you're in the dark long enough, you become blind. We need light in our lives to exist. And Jesus is that light for us who believe. Jesus is that light shining in the darkness of our lives. I work as a hospital chaplain, and I encounter people every day who are experiencing various kinds of darkness in their lives. Perhaps it's a new diagnosis. Perhaps it's a death of a loved one. Perhaps it's the darkness of the uncertainty Of not knowing where the future is leading them perhaps it's the darkness of losing a job sometimes it's the darkness of losing a home and now sleeping in the woods or in a car for people of faith even in the midst of these deep darknesses that we experience throughout our lives Jesus is that light that shines in the darkness Jesus gives us hope that there is something better out there. That even though we're in this horrific pain at that moment, we have faith that God is going to get us through it somehow. We might not know at that moment how God's going to get us through it. But we know that God is our light. That shines in all the various darknesses of our lives. Jesus is that light that is central in our lives, that light that overcomes sin. You know, today's gospel focuses a lot on who sinned. Was it the man? Was it his parents? Was it Jesus? You know, and we all sin. We all have that darkness in our lives. But it's God's love for us and God's grace that helps us to overcome that darkness of sin that we each have in our own lives. God's light triumphs over any darkness. Jesus is indeed that light shining in the darkness that overcomes everything. Think about our church and our worship services and those services that are where light is central. Christmas Eve is probably one that we've all experienced, where the church goes dark near the end of the service and the pastor has one candle in his or her hand and they start lighting the candles around the church. And it's one of those that, no matter how many times I see it happen, it always fills my heart with warmth because I see that light growing And as we encounter others in our lives, we're that candle that can light light in other people's lives and give them the hope that we have received through Jesus. We can continue to light candles until the whole world is ablaze with light. And then, does your church do a Tenebrae service on Good Friday? Has anybody experienced one of those services? Larry says, yes, you do. Um, so in the Tenebrae service, if you've not experienced it, it's a very powerful worship service where the church starts off in light and throughout the service, the church grows dimmer and dimmer and darker and darker until there's only one candle remaining on the altar, symbolating even though Jesus has died, his presence still in the world. And then if you were to come back for an Easter vigil service, you come into that dark church with that one candle glowing, and throughout that service, it gets brighter and brighter and brighter until all the lights are on and you sing Jesus Christ is risen today. Our worship helps us remember how important light is in our lives. And for us as Christians, Jesus is that light that triumphs over all. As you go out into the world this week, share that light with others. And remember, even in your darkness, that Jesus is that light to hold on to. Amen.
2: Christ, you have heard the word of faith, the gospel of salvation. We We believe believe in in him him and are marked with with the seal of the the promised promised Holy Spirit. Spirit.
0: Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and the life everlasting. Amen.
1: Oh, listen to your children pray.
2: By God's abundant mercy, let us pray for the Church, the world, and all of creation. Eternal God, you seal us by the Holy Spirit and mark us with the cross of Christ forever in baptism. Inspire us by your love as together we strive for justice and peace in all the earth. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Creating God by your word you have made all things and you hate nothing you have made Teach us to perceive the beauty of the breadth of your creation From the grandest mountain range to the smallest springtime bud Merciful God receive our prayer Powerful God you anoint kings and established rulers Guide the works of heads of state and elected officials Encourage them to lead with justice and to remove barriers that impede the well-being of all. Merciful God, receive receive our prayer.
1: prayer.
2: Shepherding God, you lead us beside still waters and restore our souls. Keep watch over those who weep, tend all who are sick, and comfort those who grieve, especially Marilyn, Verna, Gail, Lee, Debbie, Charles, Anne, Jasper, Robert, Phil, Violet, Wayne, Bob, Richard, Stacy, Jean, Donna, David, Peter, Jill, Henry, Raymond, Brett, William, Robert, Adeline, Suzette, Merciful God, receive our prayer. God, our host, you fill us at your table with more than we could ever ask. Feed us with hunger for justice. Equip the feeding ministries of this congregation and community. Nourish us so we can nourish others. Merciful God, receive our prayer. God of history, with thanksgiving we remember our ancestors in faith who cared for your people. We praise you for the ways they formed the faith of others and continue
0: to inspire us. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting in your steadfast love and your promise to renew your whole creation through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always and also with you. Let's take a moment and share the peace with one another. Peace be the offering prayer as one voice. God of good gifts, receive these and all our offerings as we present them in faithful service for the sake of your gospel. Prepare our hearts to receive you in this meal as you pour out your very presence through Christ Jesus, the wellspring of eternal life. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to
1: the
0: Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to
1: give God thanks and praise.
0: It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection open to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me Amen. gathered into one by the holy spirit let us pray as jesus taught us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The feast is ready. All are welcome. have tasted the goodness of Jesus with the eyes of our hearts open to your promise empower us to hear the needs of our neighbors and to touch the world with your love God the giver of love Christ the resurrection and the life and the Holy Spirit of rebirth bless you in this Lenten journey